And Yahya salam then says, and Allah instructs you to perform salah. Because when you perform salah, you communicate with Allah. So in your salah, do not turn your attention to anything or anyone else. Because Allah pays special attention to his servant as long as that servant exerts himself to conscientize himself in salah. So the second lesson is the importance of conscientizing ourselves and perfecting our salah with concentration and devotion. And the third message he presents is, I command you to fast, siyam, because the parable of he who fasts is like one who is with others in a group of travelers and he has a bag filled with musk and everyone is astonished by the wonderful fragrance of the pure musk. In the same way, as the fragrance of that musk is so enjoyable, the fragrance emanating, the scent coming out from the fasting person's mouth is more beloved to Allah than even the scent of musk. How much Allah Ta'ala, this is actually the sign of love. Allah loves the fasting person. Even though physically the scent coming out from the mouth doesn't have such a good odor, but this is Allah's love for the individual who denounces food, even though halal, for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during his fast. The fard fast in Ramadan and nawafil fasts as well. Allah give us tawfiq. Every month Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa during the middle of the month, the Islamic month, Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa would fast three days. And weekly, Mondays and Thursdays, Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa would fast. And then he says, I command you with regards to charity. And the parable of that is, like he who has been taken captive by the enemy. And they tie his hands to his neck. So he's taken into captivity and he's now suffering torture. And now he's now presented to be killed and assassinated. They now want to strike off his neck. And he now makes an offer to him. And he says, I'm prepared to ransom myself for, your, for my freedom. With anything, anything you ask for, I'm prepared to give you. And then he asks for his freedom and he pays them. And giving charity is the parable of this. When we will give for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will protect us from any harm, from enemies, and even from shayateen. And really, in times like this, where we are facing difficulty, where many of our people are being harmed in this manner, and there's this sort of fright and so forth. Yes, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us bravery. May Allah give us strength. May Allah give us tawfiq to defend ourselves. May Allah give us special protection. But also very importantly, we should look for avenues to spend more in the path of Allah, to uplift Allah's deen, to establish Allah's deen monetarily as well, because this is something very special, especially in preserving one and acquiring protection. The hadith continues to say, the parable of such is, he who is now being chased, he's traveling, and he's rapidly being chased from behind by the enemy, and they're trying to harm him, or kidnap him, or attack him, and then kill him. And he now reaches a fortified fortress, where he acquires protection therein. And this is the example of charity in Allah Ta'ala's way. So the example of charity is he who is being attacked by the enemy, and he ransoms himself. And then he says, I command you to make the dhikr of Allah in abundance. Now this is this parable. 
I command you to make dhikrullah in abundance because the parable of that is like he who is traveling and the enemy chases him rapidly and he now reaches a fortified fortress and he acquires protection in there. Likewise, a person will never be able to protect himself from shaitan except through the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahu Akbar.